1: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. You heard the call on 98.7 ESPN. The Rangers won 4-3 in overtime to eliminate the Penguins. And Rick DiPietro is with us now. Rick, the bread man. What's going on, Rick? The bread man did it.
2: Rick, are you he allowed to be positive about the Rangers? Is that yeah, how? I'll be positive. Okay, I, s- I just want to make sure we clarify beforehand. That's well, a- I
3: hate both of those teams, Jay. Yes, I-, I despise both yes. of those teams. Understood. I tried to explain to my son last night because he actually sat down and watched the game with me. He said, who are you rooting for, Dad? I said, neither. He said, what? <laughs> I said, I hope they both lose, but they can't.
1: That's how it is in New York, man. If you're an Islander, or if you're a you know, you root against the Rangers, Mets root against the Yankees, vice versa. That's how it goes. Jets and Giants, same thing.
2: So, Rick, I gotta tell you, some of my friends are, are diehard hockey fans, and we've been having these debates over the last, especially this weekend. Yo, like game sevens in, in basketball I was like ah uh, uh, garbage. Game sevens in hockey, though, I'm like whoa, what is going on? I mean, I, it was just give me your description of what last night was, how it felt overall.
3: Well, it's been incredible, right? I mean, so you had, you know, you had the NBA you just brought up. Two, I mean, two awful, awful game sevens. I didn't know what Phoenix was doing. And then you have, you know, NHL. You got the Rangers go to OT, and then you have Dallas, Calgary goes to OT. But, I mean, I was supposed to go to the game last night um, with, with the guys from the show. Couldn't. Uh, had some stuff come up at the house, but you could just feel the intensity coming through the TV, man. It was just. Place was place was crazy. It was packed with – I mean, there was Giants there, Mets. I mean, Zach Wilson. Everyone was there. Hold well, up, Rick.
1: Stuff it, coming up at the house, is that about not wanting to risk being there to see the Rangers come back down 3-1 in a series and win it?
3: Um, no, a li- little bit. not going to lie. A little bit. I was going to be there <laughs> yeah. as, a, like, as like, Dave Rothenberg's like, um, emotional support co-host. Because, Too much
1: on the line for you emotionally, though, right? They can't come back down 3-1 and get it done. And then they're down in the game. In, in, in five games five and six, and they kept coming back. It, that's really what it was, wasn't it? You couldn't bear to see them come back again.
3: If, if I'm being honest, man, it's a lot. It's a lot. You're absolutely right. Yeah. That would have been a lot for me to handle. Yeah. But Rick, the Rangers were that young team that you kind of felt like they had
2: the potential, but you weren't sure that they would be able to have the maturity to get themselves over that hump. What did you learn about them yesterday?
3: Well, it's it, you're right. It, I mean, this is. I don't think a lot of people expected them to have the regular season that they had. They overachieved, and then jumping into this series, um, especially the way that they looked in in Pittsburgh in those first two games. I mean, you're talking about Igor Shesterkin going to win the Vesna as the best goalie. He's already I mean, he's nominated for for MVP. To have him look the way, have the team look the way they looked in in Pittsburgh, was was concerning. But you know, you have you know a, a bunch of young guys getting their first kind of taste of this. Um, and you got a good group of, of veteran guys uh, to help lead them. But, I mean, the fact that you go into game five at home, must win, you're down 2 nothing early, you find a way, battle back, which the Rangers have done all season long, you win that one. Then game six, same thing, battle back, win that one. And then last night, um, you know, Igor played out of his mind. He gave him a chance, which is what great goalies do. Mika buries the, you know, the game-tying goal. And then you could tell in OT the fact that the Rangers took that time out and pretty much said, hey, listen, fellas, like we went through this in game one. We don't want to have another repeat of the three-overtime deal. We have a power play right now. Let's finish it. You guys will be out here for all two minutes, and we'll rest you up, and, and let's make this one count, and that's exactly what they did.
4: Rick, uh, Max loved P- Panarin, the bread man. Not Panera, but Panarin. Difference.
3: <laughs> I like Panera, though, Two K. He used to have a Panera bread, yeah.
4: <laughs> how, big, uh, how big was it for him in OT to get it, to get that win?
3: Oh, it was huge because he was. I mean, he he has not had a great series. He was not having a great game last night, and and he would tell you that he was not great. Ice was bad. Um, he was not playing well. So for him to step up in that moment and and score that goal, I mean, I think moving forward, that's only going to free him up even more. But for them, those last couple games, you had you know Mika Zibanejad finally stepped up. He was a beast in Game Six, and then last night you had you had Mika Kreider had one. And then, and then Panarin had the game winner. So that's, that's all positive stuff here moving forward to the next round.
2: Rick, Penguin fans are fuming over the NHL's lost helmet rule that impacted Game 7 last night. I'm curious. Hear this from Sidney Crosby and Mike Sullivan. Terrible rule ends up probably being the difference in the game. He has to come off to. by rule, by the rule. How do you feel about that rule? I think it stinks. He has to come off. His helmet got pulled off intentionally, but that's the rule. So what did you make of that excuse-making?
3: Well, listen, it's on both sides, too, because I hear from Rangers fans, too. Uh, last was a high stick last night, like so that everyone has excuses. Bottom line for me is I don't think that, that Lafreniere purposely ripped his helmet off. I think they were wrestling behind the net. He had him in a headlock. Helmet pops off. He doesn't have to skate off the ice. He can actually go get his helmet and try to put it back on. The risky run with that is if my chin strap's still buckled up, I'm trying to get my helmet off, I'm out of the play. He still got back to the bench of the team came on the ice. Exactly. But I, yeah. they they didn't sort it out and then they the Rangers make a quick play in front and Mika makes a perfect shot. But listen it there's a bunch of different reasons why this series turned out the way it turned out, but they, the Pittsburgh had I mean, the Pittsburgh had three chances to end the series and they didn't.
1: I want to get back into the laughing play though because it seems to me, Rick, like in boxing, if you're a veteran and you're slick enough, you're slick enough to get away with a rule you bend it, right? Like in a way that yeah, he did it on purpose, but you can't prove it. It wasn't one of those plays like they're wrestling around. It didn't look like he gave him a little extra to get the to get the helmet off.
3: I think he was probably trying to rip his head off because they were wrestling. I, I don't know. I mean, it's a young player in his first in his first postseason experience. I don't think his mindset was, hey, you know, I know if I rip his helmet off, that he doesn't really know the rules, so he's gonna have to skate uh-huh, off the ice. Like I don't much. know if that was was really the intent, but it, it, listen, what, whatever it takes in that moment. I mean, you're down three two. So whatever it ends up being, I mean, I, I would point to him, for Rangers fans, even if they had lost this series, as one of the, the, real, bright, or the uh, real bright spots for them moving forward.
4: Yeah, I, I think he could have picked the helmet up and put it back on, but that's just me. Uh, how far can this team go, uh, Rick?
3: Wow. Uh, if they defend the way that they defended in this series, I have a hard time believing that they get past Carolina. Uh, the X factor for them, obviously, is having Igor Shesterkin in that. I don't know what's going on with uh, Carolina's goalie situation. They have Antti Ranta in that, who's the backup. Freddie Anderson, has been, you know, he missed the whole first series with uh, with an injury. So we'll see if he comes back. But um, the, the Rangers haven't had much success this regular season with Carolina. Carolina's a really good team. But, I mean, you saw it in the Dallas-Calgary series. Jake Ottinger played out of his mind. And Calgary was a much better team, but that series went seven. So, I mean, if Igor plays great, big boys step up for the Rangers. I mean, yeah, they have a chance. Rick, real quick, who you got winning the cup? I actually picked Calgary to win the cup. Mm.
2: Yeah, staying alive. Okay, Rick Deep. Staying alive, barely, barely. Gentlemen, yeah.
1: ESPN, not only ESPN hockey analyst, but the co-host of the sensational DiPietro Pietro and Rothenberg on ESPN 98.7. Thanks, Rick. All right, thanks, guys. Tune in to the ESPN Daily podcast, bringing you a deep dive into a single story from one of ESPN's. Hundreds of reporters presented by Supercuts. Download, subscribe, and review ESPN Daily. Available wherever you enjoy your podcasts.
0: Can you assure of the people of Philadelphia and us here that the head coach will be a, will be back next year? Yes. You look
1: at this series. I don't really know how many buttons Doc Rivers could have realistically pushed. That would have made this go differently. He's
4: a great coach. I love working with him. I feel like um, I'm learning from him. You know, I think Elton and I and him make a great team.
1: Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and your smart speakers. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. We're asking who the best player left in the playoffs is. We're asking you, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Is it Jimmy Butler? Is it Luka Doncic? Is it Steph Curry? Is it Jason Tatum? Is it possibly someone else? Can't imagine who. But maybe you got a choice. All right, look. Guys, this Sixers news, that Doc, according to Daryl Morey, will be back. I got to tell you something. If I'm a Philadelphia 76ers fan... I'm really happy about that for this reason. Forget about, for a second, two playoffs ago, Doc played the all-bench unit. It buried the Sixers. Forget about Ben Simmons' bad play. It buried the Sixers. And then this postseason, he did some things where it's like, well, if you continue to play DeAndre Jordan, you're going to get slaughtered, right? Like, there are things like that, but the much, much bigger picture for me is a moving on from Doc Rivers and a hiring of, say, Mike D'Antoni would signal... This is for James Harden. We're doing everything for James Harden. And a staying with Doc Rivers signals, wait a minute. For once, we're doing something for Joel Embiid. And Jay, to me, if I'm a Sixers fan, that's what I want to see.
2: Yeah. Look, I I was the one that said I thought once Joel got his uh, orbital bone fractured that I didn't think he was going to be fired because you don't have Joel Embiid's health. And, well, yes, I did say Doc.
1: Oh, no, Doc wouldn't be fired. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What, what did I say? You mentioned Joel Embiid's orbital bone. I didn't know. It was yeah, I said once he was fractured
2: that yeah. he wouldn't be fired, yeah. right? Um, <laughs> my my whole thing is it comes oh, down to man. what do you do with James Harden? Mm-hmm. Like that, that that's the question. Like I I figured Doc was gonna be there, but like I'm still trying to tell you like James Harden and Joel Embiid are not enough. You can't have, Tobias Harris with that contract that he has. You have to start seeking out, whether that's OKC, trying to do something before the draft, relieve cap space. I, I don't give a damn. Even if you're looking to leverage Tyrese Maxey, I know Philadelphia fans would not want to do that, but if you can leverage Tyrese, Tyrese Maxey with a Tobias Harris or something like that to get a Bradley Beal.
1: You may touch Maxey if I'm the Sixers.
2: If you give me Bradley Beal, I'm, I'm going to let you have Tyrese Maxey.
1: Uh, and I know, I know Embiid likes Beal and everything, but I'm not touching Tyrese Maxey. What are you doing? I you think, can't just say
2: I'm not touching Tyrese Maxey and not tell me what you're doing.
1: I mean, Tobias Harris could probably flip into something useful. You're going to get, de-
2: <laughs> get draft assets.
1: Okay. Maxey's development with Joel Embiid and those draft ass- draft assets and whatever Harden has left because he's still not a bad player, still a good player, I'm going to take my chances with that. I'm not moving on from Maxey. He's <laughs> young. He's getting better and better. He's fearless. He's cheap right now. Oh, I'm not touching him. Well, I think that – They certainly got to do
4: something with the roster. Whoever they touch, whoever they move on from, they are certainly going to uh, sign James Harden back. He may not get the the max money that he was supposed to get because some of that money can be used toward building a roster. I think, you know, Doc's Doc's a good coach. There's no question about it. Every single time his name was coming up in the firing squad, the first thing you heard was he'll get a job as soon as he's available. He'll get a job as soon as he's available. There's not very many coaches in the NBA or in the past NBA where you can say that, that people feel like he can get another job. This isn't – he's not one of those coaches that is a bridge coach for a young squad. People try to hire him to put him on championship caliber winning type teams. So they certainly are making the right move for all the Philadelphia 76er fans. They should be happy. James Harden just got there, okay, give him a year with James Harden see what it's like. Give him a year away from the Ben Simmons situation. See what it's like. Now you got Embiid and James together in a whole 12-month calendar. Let's see what that what that
1: brings. Hey, Jay, Key touched on something just then about Doc, and it reminds me of Chris Paul in this way, and they're both now getting famous or infamous for playoff collapses. But the reason we're even interested in them and in that is because of their excellence to get to the point where they're, they can even collapse in the playoffs, Right. Doc is the coach, Embiid is a star player, whatever the different pieces around them turn into because they have some assets, they have some talent. Can Doc win a championship in Philadelphia with Embiid, do you believe?
2: Yes, with the right players, with the right personnel, yes, I believe it's possible. Something that they need to address, though, is James Harden. Remember the the post-press conference after the game where he was asked about are plays specifically designed for him and Huddle, he said, next question. So uh, that was a big moment that happened in the post game because you felt an uneasiness and awkwardness between James Harden and Doc. Hey. What the 76ers just told me was that, hey, James. Not you go, about you. It's not about you right now. It's about our core that we have intact, which leads me to wonder about how does that then translate into negotiations for James Harden? If the question is key, can James Harden be the second best player on a championship team? In which I would say no. Third, he can't. I he would have he, to be the third. I think,
4: he, I think he could be the second or the third best. But interesting third. that you bring up. Interesting, you bring up the the poster, the post presser, uh, a couple of days ago uh, when they got eliminated about that sort of stuff, somebody told me, and, I, and I'm not ever going to reveal who told me this, but somebody very close to the situation, it was an eye roll when it first when they first were talking about acquiring uh, James Harden. It was an eye roll mm-hmm. uh, by, by uh, Doc Rivers. So a lot tells you if you were in the meetings or in the practice facility, the interaction, you could just tell when a coach ain't really feeling somebody or if, if somebody ain't really feeling the coach. You
1: can certainly tell that I wish I was a fly on the wall. And that cannot work, especially for this team, and I will tell you why. The, the point guard has to be, uh, ideally, is an extension of the coach, right, Jay? Like, you had to be an extension of Coach K at Duke. Like, that is the way. So, Doc Rivers, who was a very good point guard and a tough-minded point guard, I don't think if he's not into Harden... And if harden's not and if Harden's already complaining about Doc, how does that work? Doc needs him out there on the he needs an extension of himself, not a dude who's fighting him. you could get him to buy in though after a while
4: I mean it's always that way with, with players after a while guys buy in because they realize that when you buck the system and it doesn't work for you when you're trying to buck it, then you realize in order to have success you know notice you might as well join them. you might as well yeah because what else is going to happen?
2: I think it's going to take an initial conversation, though, with Daryl Morey and James Harden to get on the same page because they have the most to lose, right, to a degree. Uh, Because Daryl Morey vouched for James Harden and literally went through all that with Ben Simmons to wait because we were saying they should have gotten C.J. McCollum. And he was the one that said, oh, it's not enough. We're not getting enough in return. Even when on radio in Philadelphia, it was like, we are going to get the value we see fit in return. At the time, he, seemed, he sounded right for, right for that so, at the time. Daryl Morey needs to make it work with James Harden because he sacrificed so Jay, much.
1: Do you think that that Daryl Morey and Ruben, right, like the guy, part owner of the team and, and Michael Ruben and, and, and Daryl Morey, the head of basketball operations, can be honest enough with James Harden to say, James – Whatever the relationship is, from a basketball point of view, Embiid is the best player on this on this team. we got to build around him. Are they? Are, can they be honest enough with Harden to have that conversation with him? I, I already think that's known. Yeah, I was about
2: to say. I don't think there's but I was any confusion say, around but, anybody but in, words, in Philly about whose organization yeah, I was this whole say thing that, is going Jay, to be built around.
4: I was going to say not only that, what you're talking about, but when you are – see people get delusional in, in life mm-hmm. a lot of times, Max. Mm-hmm. Some people think it's about them, and it's really not. Mm-hmm. And I think James Harden is at a point in time in his career where he understands by playing with Embiid that Embiid is the guy. No matter what, they gonna side with Embiid.
1: He's the guy. So and why why to, the comments after the series about not getting the like you know? Well, that's that. Conver-
4: that that doesn't mean that he's wrong. Doesn't mean he's against Embiid, it just means that a question was posed to him, he gave an answer that he felt. They didn't say, whose team is it? They didn't say, are you the best player on the team? They asked him about his touches. That was it. They didn't pose anything that was caused dissension with the best player on the team. That's the most important thing. Because when you're delusional, and you think it's about you, and it's really about somebody else, that's when you perform poorly because you That's what I it. wonder
1: if you need people in your life, like, in this case, maybe his boys, right, the owner and the GM, essentially, to tell him. Yo. No,
4: you already know, though. Like, well, are, but are need... you saying
1: he's delusional or not?
4: No, no, I'm saying he's not. Oh, he's okay. not got delusional. Got you got don't it. need them to tell you, no, right, that's Jay? already happened. What like, I don't about. need you, Jay. I don't need Stephen A. And I don't need Legs and all of them to tell me you getting ready to carry us on a whoop ass against
1: Bart and Han. I don't
4: right. need them to tell me. I I know. I can look at it and tell. What I mean,
1: was, it's the was truth. it? Was it the two time Player of the Year or the national yeah. title?
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: Like seriously. T J Dudes like the a-
4: Naismith a- Award winner like eighteen times.
1: T J and Cali <laughs> wants to talk about the sports weekend, guys. What you got, T J? Good
2: morning, gentlemen. Shout out to Winhurst for
1: calling out the Bucks and congratulations to the Celtics. Love your morning show.
2: That was one of the most exceptional weekends in sports history. Two overtime game sevens in hockey, K.H. Lee repeating
1: at the Byron Nelson and un- poor but unbelievable basketball. Uh, an unbelievable weekend in sports history. I wonder where you'd put it on the list. Oh, by the way, Jamal Charlo also Knocked out Brian Castaño in the junior middleweight unification fight for Undisputed in a great fight. And, 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 by the way, there was baseball action. If you're a baseball fan, there was lots to like about the weekend. Key, Jay, I don't know if I put it on a list yeah. of one of the greatest days ever. Dodgers, man. Yeah. But it was it was a hell of a sports weekend. Hell of a sports weekend.
2: I mean, you can, um, you can make the case in basketball. I, was almost, I mean, I was a little bit disappointed. Because, like, because it was because it was, yeah. I, th- I thought I thought Bucks, it depends Celtics, on hey,
4: it depends <laughs> on who you're rooting for no 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 no, no,
2: no understood but I, I thought just from a game perspective got hot like from you outside. talk about the yeah. two um, you know Stanley Cup playoff games like those games going to OT like they were both intense you saw I mean just the energy it was palpable jumped off the out of the screen and then when you look at the NBA games I was like oh well damn Phoenix like really you're getting smacked that way in the first quarter. I just didn't, I, and then the Bucs and the Celtics. I thought that game was going to come down to the wire because of what I saw on Game Six. Yeah, but that, that, that was disappointing too.
4: God, the Phoenix game. I, I don't understand. Like that's professional basketball. I didn't it's, even no, think that hard. was possible to be
1: get beat down by forty-seven points at, right? in the NBA. And, I was and, like, damn. And, well, and the Bucs and Celtics, Jay. Again, like I can understand if Budenholzer's like you're not getting anything in the paint, yeah. then and if you get hot from outside. You can have a lopsided score, but what bothered me was the Suns at home. It wasn't about yes. Dallas just getting hot. It was about the Suns not showing up in a game seven at home and getting
2: blown <coughs> out. That was like,
1: whoa, what just happened?
2: Well, that's the thing. So you knew what you were getting from Giannis, even though he missed chippies. You're like, dude, you've had 46 points. Like you've been incredible single-handedly carrying this team, keeping them in the game. But since CP3 has turned 37, man, his numbers have been really bad. Yeah. Right? Oh, it's really like God, all- stop. No, I'm not, I'm not saying it's a real thing. I was The next words out of my mouth were going to be a lot of people will use that. Like, joke, well, he turned 37. He's on the wrong side of 37. Brought he brought it up,
1: though, 14 for 14 when they needed it most in the previous round. and he turns 37, and all of a sudden he can't buy a shot. I mean, look, like, oh, he's God,
2: just
0: God, it a God crazy, 31st
2: birthday well, party. Okay, stop guy's still me on in that bucket. I was actually about to explain. Like, I, I think sometimes it's just, man— Age for him, it seems like it hurts him later in these long playoff grind scenarios. Key, no who key, you know Just who he is. Like so the, he was thirty six. He was averaging what? <laughs> no, I'm. But I'm saying no. I'm, I'm not saying. I'm saying he's really tickled by it. I know. I'm saying
4: yeah like, because I love when people try to pull it to the right a little bit. Like oh, but when he was thirty six and twenty four hours from thirty seven, he gave you twenty nine. But, 29 Jay, but points. Jay's
1: basic, basically, it seems to me, Jay. A smaller guy who's up there in age and heavily leaned on all year. You know who CP3 reminds me of? Take the championship away from Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Take that one championship away, and it's like a smaller guy who's great. Oh, my God, he's so great. But he is smaller. As he gets older, long season, wears him down. And when you need him to be at his best, he can't be late in the uh, season. Now, look, Jay, you know this, man. That dude's old,
4: man. He's old. Yeah, it ain't percent. got nothing to do with him being 37. He's just old. And at sometime when you old, he is the second guy on the team. Booker's supposed to be the first guy. Book gave you 11 points.
1: Yep. Okay? Uh, no doubt. Uh,
4: so I ain't trying to take up a CP3 or nothing like that, but come on, man. Do we really think that CP3 was going to have a 40-point Ever night?
1: since the full moon, CP3 has not had a big game.
2: I, mean, oh. I, say, I say you needed Devin Booker. to be the best player on the floor, but Key – Like, that didn't look good last night. It didn't. It did not look good, man. He just didn't look like himself from about
1: six months ago. Know how we're asking all day who's the best player left in the playoffs? You know why one of the answers is not, one of the possibilities is not Devin Booker? Because he wasn't one of the best players, and therefore his team is not in the playoffs. But who is the best player left in the playoffs? And how did the best player in the league get sent home? who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at OQ.com. G-Sean, J-Will, and Max,
4: the podcast.
3: Boston then stuck out their arm, led by double digits at the break. Never looked back. Tatum, wing left three. Another one. Tatum's five from five for downtown. It was a team effort. I mean, everybody chipped in. Pritchard step back three, right angle. Good, good, good. Peyton, Richard.
5: Just looking forward to it, you know, excited being back in this position and, you know, trying to get over this hump.
1: Keyshawn, Jay Willemacks, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and your smart speakers. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Who is the best player left in these playoffs? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. You know, Chris Paul or Devin Booker left anymore, because if they were better, they, they'd be there, right? But uh, Giannis did everything he could, but he's not there anymore. You know who is there? Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and, and and Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. And Luka is still there. And Jimmy Butler is still there. Who's the best player left? A lot of people just saying Luka because offensively he's unstoppable he's amazing and his team won in spite of being it seemed the inferior team and they won on the road but Luka's a defensive liability know who's not that Jason Tatum whose offense is also unstoppable here he and Jay is Jason Tatum on coming back from down 3-2
5: I believe in myself I believe in his team you know I expected to play the way I did I expected for us to respond the way we did uh so as much as Game 5 hurt, um, I was excited for that challenge.
1: Jay, you have said at the beginning of these playoffs that Tatum was going to earn a seat at the table of NBA superstars. Mm-hmm. Has he done that already, or does he need to get the Celtics to the finals to get a seat
2: at that table? I think you've got to get to the NBA finals. NBA finals, and, I mean, look, winning it gets you over the hump, but I think getting to the NBA finals definitely puts you in that category and it starts the conversation. Something that's interesting to me, the key, watching Game 7 yesterday and seeing JT go off, which I've seen him go off since he's been 16 years old before he committed to Duke even. But it makes me think about that draft. And it really makes me focus on the fact that, wow, Boston traded down from the number one pick. Boston had the number one pick in the 2018 draft. Traded down to the third pick, swapping it with the team that's out of the playoffs right now, and the other team that didn't even make the playoffs between the 76ers, and that's when the 76ers took Markel Fultz, and then the Los Angeles Lakers took Lonzo Ball with the second pick, and after Boston trading down... Who was the GM of Philadelphia at the time? Brian Colangelo.
1: In other words, they stopped the process, installed the league's GM, basically, and 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 ruined everything everything for Philly. Magic
2: Johnson in L.A., and traded down, Key, to get the third pick, Thanks to the Brooklyn Nets, who made a trade with him earlier that year um, in order to get Jason Tatum, who is now having a seat at the table for being one of the best players in basketball. Mm-hmm. Crazy well, how like, we got here, right?
4: How, but you know how it is, though, with the draft, man. All those guys were going to be great in their own way eventually, but Tatum has, and Luka has certainly, you know, Markel Fulbis, I don't know what that is in Orlando, but certainly these two guys have kind of, I don't know, taken – Taking things and, and taking it to the next level. Well, ball had kind of like a resurgence, so to speak, in yeah, New I, Orleans, I, and then I, again I, in Chicago. I hear you, know
2: Key, But think about how ballsy that is. If you if you are able to find a talent that you believed in, and everything I've heard about Boston and the way they looked at it from Danny Ainge is that Jason Tatum was his guy from the beginning. Yeah, right. Think yeah. about that gamble. Okay, our guy will still be on the board by the third pick in the draft. So we've targeted him. Like we've seen it but these other franchises don't see it, so we're going to trade down, get assets on top of that, and still get our all guy.
1: I, all I can see it is from the Sixers' point of view, the Colangelo uh, thing. But process, you got to think, though. Process was working. Can you imagine if Jason Tatum was on the team with Jimmy Butler and Joel Embiid? Oh, oh Lord. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah, Lord. Yeah, but you got
4: to think. You got to think, though, how this draft goes. Jay, you was number two overall, right? And the whole time, Chicago, You got, everybody knew Chicago taking you. Everybody knew Houston was taking the the big, and Chicago was taking a playmaking, scoring machine out of Duke. So it's like when these when these uh, personnel people make these decisions, everybody and their mom knew, because Magic said it that Lonzo Ball was going to be the next Magic Johnson in L. A. Yeah, everybody yeah, already knew. I, it. I, but you know, it's so okay, it was easy like... to it was easy to kind of manipulate the situation, but also recognize that Tatum was going to be such a, a great talent for them for years to come. That they went ahead and made the moves that they needed to make to get him.
2: But here's the interesting stuff about all this, though, so, right? Like when, when when people say that stuff, Key, I'm like, yes, but like, also, how does that player fit into the scheme of how you play? And that's a very important thing, right? Like with LeBron being there and Lonzo, I'm like, I don't know if I don't know if Lonzo fits into the scheme. Not LeBron wasn't there at the time, but like I don't know how Lonzo fits into the scheme of how they want to play in LA. Well, he was but supposed magic, to be like remember, LaMelo. but Magic saw Lonzo as Magic.
1: Yeah, as Lamelo, basically, right? I mean, like he was supposed to be. Like Lonzo's a very good player, but
4: yeah, but, but he, but 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 he, Magic, what Magic did is Magic
1: saw him in him. Yeah, no doubt. What I'm saying is Lamelo is closer to that, right? Than than Lonzo is. But, if Lonzo yeah, had turned yeah. out to be Lamelo, there wouldn't be any issue at all. He, but he just turned out to be a very good I don't, player, you know but not I don't a know transcendent if it one. I,
4: I don't know if it would have been any issue if he'd have stayed in L.A. I don't know if it would have been any issue, but unless yeah, he got moved, it would be kind of different. It takes a little different. glitter
0: off.
2: But, so that's what I'm saying. Markel Fultz moved, right? He had a whole issue in Philly, which Philly fans remember that. Lonzo Ball moved, Tatum's traded down. Eastern pick, Conference Finals. Yeah. <laughs> Eastern Conference Finals again. We're talking about him having Tatum a seat at table. also had
1: the. What's interesting about Tatum to me is this he had the highest floor to me. Right, He was already polished to score everything. The question was, was there a little too much Carmelo, ISO kind of not enough quite KD type stuff in his game, but there wasn't. Like He, well, he, he, went, def- through that. he went through that he a couple went, years ago. No, that's what I'm saying. He has evolved from not only having a very high floor, but now there's no ceiling. Mm-hmm. He can get his own shot whenever he wants it. He can run the floor. He can play defense. He can do everything. He could do it all, and he just got past KD and Giannis.
4: Man, what the hell is it?
1: Wait, what's so funny, Key?
4: I'm looking at our text chain, man. I just (laughs) People will do anything on the internet.
1: What makes Luca so hard to defend? We ask someone who's guarded him when it's mattered. That's next on ESPN radio.
0: so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast.
1: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Key, what is this picture I'm seeing on our text chain?
4: I don't know, man. We're going we're, we're gonna to use that at some point, maybe in in another extra uh, additional content situation. That's that's
1: what we're in now. (laughs) That's that's what we're in now.
4: Oh, you know what? It's so weird when we slide in additional content. It seems like we're just talking. It seemed like because we were talking and, and I heard whatever. I didn't hear Yates say go. But, yeah. This is someone. Uh, I'm glad you didn't say nothing. You would. Well, no, because <laughs> we were supposed to do something else. But anyway,
1: no, but we um, gotta do. We gotta talk this. Come on, this. It's this a is guy good.
4: in a jersey, my jersey, <laughs> my New York Jets jersey, on our Twitter account, and someone says, "Looks like Keyshawn is hanging out in Jersey." Uh, is this New Jersey or what I mean, is Jersey?
2: This? Yeah, Jersey would probably be Jersey. Yeah, for sure.
1: Is the, it's the, <laughs> We're gonna post this on the account so people
4: Why, can see this it. This dude
2: about seventy five years old, account. man. This don't look nothing like you. It's I so know, but it's up. funny that somebody
4: would have you got an my uncle jersey. in jersey on oh. my jersey on like from nineteen ninety six and a cowboy hat. <laughs> but that just lets you know, Jay. Yeah, I see it all the time, man. Cats be rocking my jerseys. It'd be, like, be like,
2: take my jersey 30 years off. ago, i am like, take dude, my jersey off. off. No, it's all no, good. No, I'm asking them to take their jersey off for no, you. Listen, no, no, no. Sh-
1: we had Keyshawn Davis on the show, one of the best young fighters in the game, could wind up being a pound for pound type dude. I, I mean, listen, I never heard of Keyshawn before. Keyshawn Johnson sounds like he's named after you, Key. Not
4: which which one? Not Keyshawn Davis is. I don't know who yeah. this dude is. I'm talking about Keyshawn Davis. I, 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 yeah, he was named after me. This, this dude on this dude. damn screen. That's this guy is an about. imposter. I don't know what this. He gets is. Your uncle man. Uncle I know it's He looks like an <laughs> uncle. Now I'm trying to At the zoom barbecue. in. Like, let me tell you about that kid. Give him a cigarette. I'm trying to zoom in, Jay, to see if he's a brother though.
2: Yeah, get I out of the way, young boy, me. while I cook these ribs. That's who I he really is. I really can't
4: tell. He kind of got a Yates look to him. <laughs> you know? What that's like Yates supposed look, to me,
2: yo. Yeah, Yates got that. Yeah, wait, hold like, on. What, what does that mean? We <laughs> just got the, well, got the Yates look, man.
4: The cowboy hat, yeah. the big jeans. Mm-hmm. You know, Yates be wearing The wing tips,
2: kid. He got the wing tips on.
1: Yeah, Yates, you still got the baggies on?
2: <laughs> nah, I never, that was never my style. Yates, don't don't you got the, the Jabos? The baggies back <laughs> in. They come I had no, Jabos
4: back in. The you got to go, go to our Twitter account to check it
2: out. The 7X ones. 7X. They're too
4: small. Yeah, send them to our Twitter account to see it, man. They can make comments on it and clown me if they like. You know, <laughs> I don't know the dude. Well, dude I, I, understand. I don't uncle. understand. Why you you get Someone's got your
2: him. jersey
1: on. You retired years and years ago. That's pretty good.
2: So I got to tell him to get his uncle, man. Get your uncle, man.
1: Yeah, see, you see what I'm saying. <laughs> Jay, <talking about laughs> off the corner. He from Jersey. Uh- Ain't you what's from he, even, what's J- he even doing at that corner? It's not like he's about to cross the street. He's too far back.
3: What's he
2: doing? Go and smoke that pack of Marlboro, man. So I see. It.
1: We're back in 10 seconds.
3: Boston then stuck out their arm, led by double digits at the break. Never looked back. Tatum, wing left three. Another one. Tatum's five from five for downtown. It was a team effort. I mean, everybody chipped in. Richard, step back three, right angle. Good, good, good. Richard.
5: Just looking forward to it, you know, excited being back in this position and, you know, trying to get over this hump.
1: Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80, joined now by three-time All-NBA defensive team should be five. Patrick Beverly should be five starts
5: Pull right in. Pull
2: that mic closer so I can hear you, man. He said, should be five. like yes. right, right out of the be
5: gate. Five. Key bad.
4: Sure. Should be five. Should be five. No, man. Hey, man, hold on. Let me get this floor real years. quick. Let me have the floor, man. Let me have the floor, the floor real quick. Go ahead, Keith. The floor is yours, man. Man, I don't like him. You know that, Jay.
2: You don't like the bad. like a, no, I don't. man. No, okay. man.
4: He's an ex-clipper, bothering my Lakers like a little just gnat, just getting on my nerves watching the TV and everything. I used to be like, man, get this dude. Man, dude, put tape around his mouth. But I would like to play with him. Yeah, right. Exactly. Just the type of dude you just want the, on your just team. Just the type <laughs> yeah. of guy. I would want to. But team. hate him when he's but on the other side. wouldn't team. want to play oh. against him. Oh, God. Right. Just to get on my damn nerves. All right. But that's part of it, right, baby?
5: All part of it. You know that.
4: Patrick
1: yes, Simmons is giving you the straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. You on no my contract, mom's no nerves. Compromise. She never kicked
5: me out the house.
1: <laughs>
2: I need to ask you a real question <laughs> off the gate because everybody's jumping on Golden State. And I, I hear it. Have you ever seen a world champion get smacked by 50 plus points a game in, 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 in the playoffs one
5: time? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, at home, we're talking about Suns. No, I'm talking about Golden State. Oh, Golden State. Golden State. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. Probably not. But uh, you can't discredit them, though. They've done it. They've done it without KD. They've done it with KD. Um, you know, they uh, they they have the core who's uh, who's proven winners. So you can't discredit them. Why are you why are you saying it with a face? Because because I mean. I'm, I'm the guy, the heart of a champion type of guy. That's
2: what I, I need you to tell me the heart of a champion. Do they have it?
5: They have it. Okay. They have it. Maybe they don't have it now. Um, guys haven't been healthy the whole year. Obviously, Draymond's coming back. I mean, he, when he came back, he's probably not at full force. So we're not seeing the best. You know, if, if Golden State was a, 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 a magical potion, we don't, we, don't, we don't have the best magical potion of Golden State, but they're – they're pretty close. See, I thought Phoenix had the magical potion. No, I, I knew that from the beginning. Why? How? Bad matchup. Dallas was an awful matchup against them. Why? Awful. Because they have no one that can guard. No one. So as much as people give love for Mikael Bridges? <laughs> Stop. Come on, man. I hear you. I mean, he guarded me in the play- playoffs last year. I, I felt very confident in my matchup. Pat, Pat Beverly with us, mm. but, but, but but Pat, but,
4: it ain't even it ain't even about guarding nobody, right? That's, that's no, I'm saying I'm saying in forgiving. this situation, Don't do basketball
5: like that, it's all about guard. The game. No, it, let me tell you about the game, real. Can I can I get the four for yeah. five minutes? Okay, the game of basketball, right? It was created by one guy, right? For him to put the ball in the hoop, Henry Smith, Am I correct? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It was one guy. Right. The game changed when you added another guy because you wanted to stop that one guy from scoring. You can't play one-on-one your whole career. So what does that tell you? The game was brought up defense. The game of basketball that Passed started the game, yeah. from defense, not from one guy, because if it was one guy, it would just be a one-on-one type of league, and it's not. The game has started from defense. So the game would end with defense. That's just how basketball goes, Pat, if but, you but, understand talking. But, but, but we're talking, <laughs> but
4: we're talking, we're what talking happened, about happened? what happened on the offensive end, though, with CP3 and, and Devin Booker? That
5: ain't defense. That was them. You can't say that because in my mind, if I'm guarding Chris Paul and I'm guarding Devin Booker and they go 0 for 11 or whatever, in my mind I'm going home saying I locked their ass up. I don't know if I can say that. Well, okay. you no, just you said just did it, you, yeah, yeah, with, go you, good, go. you good. You good. You uh-huh. good. But uh, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying, hey, man, I did an okay job. They missed shots. I'm going home saying I locked them up. I mean, that's that's what anyone's saying. That's just like someone who plays football. You 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 guarding a, a wide out and he drops three passes. But due to you, you're not going to say, oh, man, I got lucky today. You're going to say, man, I locked that up yeah simple as that so lies 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 oh no uh-uh true true
1: true <laughs> so but but i'm looking at the suns and it's what you could say okay it's defense whatever but in a game seven at home when on paper you have maybe they have the best player but you got the second third fourth and fifth best player right true oh it's not true
5: you think the sun's roster is better than dallas roster
1: i think it's more top heavy than dallas's roster how let me ask you that i mean Devin Booker one. is All NBA, one right. Chris Paul was great this year until very recently, right? And that, like you know, but but for a lot of the a lot of the year, including in pivotal games in the playoffs, fourteen for fourteen, he he came up big against a playing Menci- team. Mention Bridges, Cam Johnson. They got a lot come of guys. On
5: now, come on now. But they're
1: three and D guys, but they but they do their jobs well. Come no, come
5: on. That's okay, not, tell me come, why. Let's not come up here and just say anything. These are guys that we're at the park and it's time to pick your pick. You're not picking these guys. Over who? Over Jalen Brunson or Spencer Dinwiddie. Mm -hmm. I'm not taking McHale Bridges over Spencer Dinwiddie. No offense, no discredit to his game. I love his game. Only reason he's in a defensive competition is because they won so many games. Is that letting CP3 and Devin Booker off the hook for a Game 7 slaughter at home? No, no, not at all. You need your others to step up. And others stepped up for Dallas. Spencer Dinwiddie stepped up for Dallas. You need the others to step up.
2: So, p have you've been a dog your whole life, right? Like, we both had the same agent. Like, I remember the time from the beginning, Arkansas days, scrapping, clawing overseas, whatever it took. When you think about CP3's legacy, what is it?
5: Person who's played in the NBA a long time and was able to get the keys to the car at a very young age and due to that is able to have the numbers he's able to have. Just because he was given the keys to the car at court. an early age, and, uh, expl- can you go into that a little bit more? Give me the keys when well, I'm—I don't know—18, 19. I don't know when he got drafted. 19, 20, 20 years up to what? 37 at 17 years, you better have some numbers. Mm-hmm. But, so you're
2: saying it was given to him?
5: I didn't say it was given. I, it's, it's completely earned. But when you get when you get the keys to, to 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 the Lamborghini at a young age, I mean, you go put some miles on it. Huh? You go put some miles on it. It's like
1: a compounding advantage. You go break some records. Mm. You know you should. But does it make but, you a better player as well to have all that experience in that role?
2: I guess no. The real question, Max, does it? Does it let your career? Are you a top five point guard to ever play this game? That, that's where people were going with CP3. Would you Would you deem it as a top five point guard to, or a top ten? To do. To do what? To ever play the game of basketball? To
5: ever play the that's, game? Of-
2: I'm asking you. I'm saying that's what people are. That's where people
5: are going. Everyone's with the conversation.
1: got him in the top ten. Most people don't at the top five in the moment. But would you look like amazed that he would even be in the top ten?
5: No, I mean top ten. That's pushing it. Mm. Top five, no. Mm. And there's no discredit to CP. He's gonna be Hall of Fame, of course. But I mean, we talking about some studs, man. Are we, are we talking about point guard or player?
2: I'm talking about point guard, point guard. So
5: you, so you don't, know, you, you, y'all don't really see him as a top ten point guard. Man, you get Jay Williams, the amount of years you get Chris Paul, man. You give him the amount of years, but, but he been Chris cooking. P-Bev, you playing the NBA? Play the in the NBA I did. Man, y'all stop playing. I hate no, I'm that not that playing. I'm, I'm, show, I'm
4: dead. Hey, that that I'm dead show. serious. One on one, Imano, Imano. I know, I know. I think just like you think. If you gave me one quarterback my entire career, my numbers is, is going to be crazy. I get it. I played with 17 different QBs, so I get it.
5: But he's been doing it consistently since he got the keys. And yeah, that's why I said no discredit to him. But if you give anyone the keys for that long, you should have those numbers. But can anyone, but just don't anyone you keep factor the keys in longevity like that? though? I mean, no, of course not. You have to do all the small things. Like, mm. you know, he became president of uh, the national you know the mbpa I, that, all that little stuff helps and he knows what he's doing he's a very intelligent man so so you you can't leave it there but you know when he's doing all these small things keeping himself relevant state farm commercials and all that of I course say less and pump fakes you might not call that foul on this guy but you'll call it for for chris paul it's just different it's just say a different say
4: game. say say less man you know i feel you right now i hear you loud and clear 100 percent say less Right. I got you. you. Feel me? That's all I'm saying. No, no, I got, I got you. We had this sort of conversation, Max. If you remember, three segments ago, in our, on our offline, we had this sort of conversation.
5: Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's Patrick. Now you get D Rose. Give D Rose, just give D. Rose the, the same amount of keys and opportunity without the injuries. Does D Rose? Yeah, two. without the
1: injuries is a big thing right there That's all, I'm That's all I'm saying much more on CP3's legacy next on ESPN radio and Sirius XM channel lady Patrick Beverly not holding back Keyshawn J. Will and Max ESPN radio thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Max the podcast check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 eastern on ESPN radio